Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim Adafiyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masechet Shkalim at the beginning of the second parak uh, in our pagination, Daf Hey Amud Aleph. Uh, we'll be taking a look at two halachot, or two mishnayot. Here today, the first one, Metzarfin Shkalim Darkonot, or Lidarkonot Me Masui HaDerach. So the collectors out in the field are allowed to put a bunch of shkalim together and uh, turn them into gold coins in order to make the uh, cargo, to bring the coins to Shalim easier. As we will learn later on, there are 13 different collection boxes in the Mikdash. There are also several different ones, not 13, out in the country as they were collecting. We'll see what they are for. Following case. The people of the city sent their shkalim with an agent, and the uh, they got stolen or lost. And we're assuming here a shomer chinam. Imni truma, if they were stolen or lost after the trumat had already been taken in Yerushalayim, nishpa'in la gizbarin, then the shaliach takes an oath to the gizbarin that they were stolen, and then the people are exempt. Vimla, but if it was stolen beforehand, then Yishpain the Bnei Ha'ir, then they have to take a shua to Bnei Ha'ir, just as any Shomer would to the Mafkid. Bnei Ha'ir, Shoklin Tachten, then they have to give Nushkalim. Let's say that the old coins were either found if they were lost or were returned if they were stolen. Both sets are Shkalim. And the people of the city can't say, well, now we've paid for next year. They count for this year, and we'll find out what we do with them. Okay, the Talmud. Why did they put them together into gold coins? Why not in jewels? The answer is, because maybe the value of the jewel will go down, and then Hektish will lose. We have the Mishnah later on. This is in Bechorot, all these uh, kind of animals, etc., can be uh, redeemed with kesef or with something of value, except for shkalim, because something of value would be like a jewel, but it may go down in value. So shkalim are excluded from that and must must only be redeemed on coins. There explained that the reason that we don't use shavah kesef to redeem shkalim is because the clear, whatever it is, it's a value, may lose its value, may depreciate. Same, <coughs> same thing here with a jewel. Okay. Our Brita is talking about, our Mishta is talking about Nushkalim, meaning people are bringing it for this year. Taklin Aditin, Atikin, and if we're talking about payment for last year's, um, um, they were paying back for last year's thing. Lo Then we're then our Mishnah is not referring to that. Vatani Ken. We have a bright support that Atikin Bamikdash in Atikin Bamdina. There is no such thing as a collection for Atikin Bamdina, which means that there were boxes in the Mikdash for Taklin Charatin and Taklin Atikin, but not in the Medina. The Medina only had for new ones. Now, Manita v'Shomer Chinam. Back to our Mishnah about the Shomer who had the item stolen from him. We say it's a Shomer Chinam who, if things are stolen from him or they're lost, then he is exempt. Shomer Sachar lo We're not talking about a Shomer Sachar because a Shomer Sachar would be chayiv in any case uh, if it was stolen or lost. Rabbi Abba, no, I feel the Shomer Chinam Sachar. He disagrees. He says our Mishnah could be a Shomer Sachar. Nignavu means bilistim Let's say it was armed robbers. That's an ones. 
Avdu commissioned Ivan's Tavas Finatobayam. And Avdu could be a case where he uh, had them on the boat, and uh, the boat sank, and somehow he made it to, to land, uh, or he sent them by boat. In which case, it's an absolute onus. So, Gneva, Navida, could be a circumstance where even a Shomer Sachar would be exempt. Of course, he'd have to take an oath. Biustam Rabbi Simon. Atya Kamanda Amar, Tomina Lagavui, Vialha Atid, Ligvot. Uh, this follows the opinion, and there's a machloket about this, when they're taking the Trumat HaLishka, what are they including? Are they only including the coins that are present, or according to this opinion, they're also including coins that have yet to arrive, and that's why these coins that were on their way to Shalayim when the Truma happened, and then they got stolen or lost, are included in the Truma, and the Bnei Ha'ir are exempt, and all that happens is the Shaliach has to take an oath, the Shomer, as it were, has to take an oath to the hektesh that day that he indeed was, uh, it was taken from him in a way that as a, shal- as a Shomer he was exempt. But our Mishnah could not work for the opinion, for, according to the opinion that says that Truma only includes that which was already collected or at least a pledge was already taken for. Okay, this follows Rabbi Shimon. Said because after all, according to Rabbanan, you never have that kind of responsibility for Korashim, whether whatever kind of Shomer you are. Uh, but Rabbi Shimon says that Korashim, if meaning Korashim, that if they were lost, you would have to re- replenish it. For instance, a neder, then you then you would uh, take a shvu on it. But uh, and that's the same with shkalim. Rabbi Yochanan he disagrees and says no. This would follow everybody. takana. there was a special takana that even though miikar hadin, according to chachamim. There is no shvua taken on hektesh, and even Rabbi Shimon would agree on hektesh that you're not chayabachrayuto. There's no shvua. Nonetheless, the rabbis put in a shvua so that people should not treat hektesh too lightly. Haldata Rabbi Yochanan and Nechanish by Nigis Barin. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, who says this would apply to everybody's opinion, would ultimately support this. We understand why the shaliach would take a shvua to the gizbarim. But the other the other piece of the Mishnah, which is that if the um, if the uh, items were the coins were stolen or lost bef- um, before the truma was taken, um, then uh, the fact that the bnei that the shaliach takes a shvur to the bnei ha'ir and they have to give new ones that can only follow Rabbi Shimon because there there is no issue of zilzul hektesh. The answer is no, that's also because of Zizel Hakdesh, and therefore they made a Takana in any case that you take a Shvua on this. Parenthetically, if Bnei said, look, we trust this guy, don't take a Shvua, we'll pay it again, we still say you have to take a Shvua because we don't want Hakdesh to be uh, paid out uh, without some sort of Shvua, again, so that we should take Hakdesh more seriously. Now, what happens if you yourself, this is a spin off the Mishnah, if you yourself designate your shekel and then that shekel gets lost? You're chayav, you have to give another shekel. He says, no, wherever you designate it, the minute you designate it, it belongs to Hektesh. If it gets lost, it was lost under the rule, under the domain of Hektesh, not your responsibility. 
Now, Anita Pliga or Bishuban Lakish, our Mishnah clearly is at odds with the Shimon Lakish, because then he's playing the Nairim, and he shall clean Tachtain. What happens if the Shaliach was on his way to Yerushalayim, and before the Truma was taken, his coin, those coins were lost, the Bnei Ayir have to, have to, uh, pay again? So you see, it's not under the, uh, the, uh, the domain of Hektesh. The answer is, Odim Yishum Shvuat Takana. But Rishimah Lakish could answer, yes, it's the same thing, is that this is all Takana to make sure that people would not treat Hektesh too lightly. Okay, Tani, what do we do with these coins that are found, in meaning if we find the old coins, uh, what happens? We said they're both, they're both Shkalim, and they don't count for the next year. Harishonim Nilaflin Charatin. So the first ones, let's see what the first ones means, go into the fund for the new ones, for the new coins. Whatever's the Atikin. And the, whatever is called the second is gonna go into the fund in the Mikdash for last year's, uh, for last year's coins. Now, so what do we consider to be the early ones, and what do we consider the second ones? The ones that were originally sent, the original coins, those are the first ones. The substitutes, those are the second. The other ones said, No, the first ones are the first ones that actually got to the Mikdash, which were the subs. And then the second ones are the ones that get found, which are really the original ones. Those go to the old, old uh, fund. Okay, the next halacha. Let's say you gave a shekel to a fellow to hand, to hand it in for you. And he inadvertently, he forgot, you'll see why this has to be shogeg, gave it for himself. The minute the truma is taken, he's chayiv me'ila. Why? Because he benefited from hektesh, because now they're not going to take a pledge from him. Let's say you took hektish money. You had some hektish money in your house, and you inadvertently took that. Again, the reason inadvertently is because me'il is only with shogeg. And let's say the truma was taken and, and a korban was already brought from it. Mal. Then again, you got me, you're because you have exempted yourself from machzina shekel and from being, having a pledge taken from you by paying out this coin that was really Hektish coin. Let's say instead you paid from Maser money, money or uh, from Shvit uh, money, meaning you had Perot Shvit that you sold. The money now is Kedushat Shvit. You're not supposed to use it for anything else. But if you use Maser Shani or Shvit money, then Yochal Kenegdo. Then you should then eat Kedushat uh, Shvit or eat Maser Shani in Yerushalayim the same amount that you paid out in the Maxed Shekel worth or whatever you paid. Okay, in in our Mishnah we said if the Truma was already taken, then Yechayim In Rebbe's Beit Midrash, the ver, the piece that they learned there was not if the Truma was taken, but rather afterwards if an animal had already been brought in, brought from that fund, as we have in the Seifa. Rabbi Shimon Chachamim disagree about when they would pay the artisans who would work. Uh, Rabbi Shimon says they pay them right away because the Kohen immediately take the money and uh, and use it for the Korban. Chachamim said, oh, we wait until we know that they've used it. So according to Rabbi Shimon then, we know that, that it's going to be used immediately. And therefore, the minute that the truma has been taken, you're already chay of me'ilah. 
וכאשר אילו הגונב עולתו של חברו ושחטה סתם. So let's try this, this, uh, this case. Let's say somebody steals an olah from another guy and shechts it without any statement. Doesn't it go automatically to the original baal? So the same thing, shouldn't it be that if I stole, if I was given your shekel and inadvertently I gave it on my behalf, shouldn't, unless I actually state it differently, shouldn't it become yours and work for you? We have a particular case where there was a particular member of the Ram Gamliel's household who would come in, they would recognize him, and it would be his coin that was being put in. So if this guy comes in as some sort of important person, and he puts the coin in, they all identify it as being his. If it really was somebody else's, that's when Me'ila kicks in. Maybe this coin will go to the Shiraim and not to the Truma. But wait a second, there's no Me'ila B'Shiraim. The Shiraim is the extra coins that don't go into the three big containers, and there's no Me'ila there. So why should there automatically be Me'ila when this guy gave a coin that didn't belong to him? After all, it might go to the Shiraim. The answer is, Al-Kermeyer, the mayor Amar Molim B'Shiraim, that is the only follower of mayor who says there is Me'ila B'Shiraim? So we go back and say it's the case of this kind of this fellow, like from like Ram Gamliel's household, is an important guy, and he would put it in. They put it in for his name, but the then the answer would have to be that they would uh, deliberately make sure that this shekel would not go to the Shirayim, and therefore you knew that Meila would apply, even according to those besides Ram Meir who says that Meila does not apply to Shirayim. Now, what's the Hana'a? I already mentioned this. Since Beitin could take a pledge from you because uh, you didn't give a shekel, and now you are credited with giving a shekel, and that's your Hana'a, that they can't take a pledge for you. Okay. This Pasuk in uh, Bamidbar says that a, a Bechor, you can't be Makdish, it's already Kodosh. Which means that when you have these coins, like the Masashani coins, how could Shekel even apply to it? Or how could the Hektesh coin be Nitfas Shekel? So what do you do? Ketzer Osef, you make that mistake. You say, that Masashani coin that I gave in, wherever it is, is on this Sela. What happens is that value now becomes on this chulin becomes Master Shani, and then I go and spend it for the proper amount, and the rest then stays as Shkolim, and that's how I deal with it. Okay, we'll pick it up with the next Halacha, Halacha Gimel, and the next podcast, anytime we should have a wonderful day.